Welcome to Tony Steak Podcast. Welcome to the Tony Steak Podcast, episode 233. I'm Sean, and joined with me, we have Off Road. Home from work, Andy. Yes. Well, aren't I always home from work when I'm doing this? You could also say you're working right now, Andy. <laughs> you're on the clock. Yeah. yeah. Literally. Thank you for tuning in. Hit that subscribe button, share with a friend, and listen to our entertainment pod after this. You're going to enjoy it. Uh, also, a uh, shout out to our, our friends all over the world tuning in uh, at any given time in the day. We uh, We thank you for that. Andy, you want to talk about soccer? I do. Uh, not 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 too much. Uh, just that, you know, I got I got to report the news from our uh, reporter in the field, uh, Tony. Still, still out there uh, yeah. <laughs> covering European soccer for us. Uh, but yeah, he he texted me like his 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 boy. So I guess uh, I guess our our favorite uh, Holland there for um, playing for Dortmund still. Uh, they they. They just started the new the season of uh, the Bundesliga, so uh, he had uh, quite quite the game for himself in in the opener there. Uh, two goals and three assists, so uh, five goals in one game for for his team there. Uh, pretty crazy. Pretty good. Uh, you know, I wish we were had there was some way we could have bought stock in this this kid when when Tony first started talking about him. Like I don't know if they have they have trading cards or anything like that. Uh, could we have gotten a signed jersey at this point? I think he should send one. Yeah, but I don't know. It's just I feel like this guy's this guy's not yet, not even close to the biggest name in soccer. But like, what he's doing at such a young age, like he's gonna be he's gonna be there ten years from now. We'll we'll be talking way more about him. So uh, unless he just he's just one of those guys that want to promote himself. But I don't know. He's still so young, yeah. and a lot of the a lot of the biggest names in soccer are past thirty already. So uh, it'll be part of that next wave but like i mean if there's we, we should have we should have got some stock in them yeah hindsight's always 2020 andy yeah but we were there we just didn't know what to do you know yeah. that's the problem like was there any way we could have invested in this guy i mean how could you have known how would you invest well, we did no, no, no we did i'm saying what was what is the what is the way we could do that but i don't think it exists you want to make them into like a a cryptocurrency or you want to do like the exactly yeah whatever where you like buy the official rights to a piece An of nft nft yeah. that's what it is stupid maybe they have them and i just was stupid for not looking it up yeah uh, but like like so like in america here let's say uh you know i'm gonna work uh cade cunningham into the podcast just for you because you just mentioned him there he is yeah uh if i'm super confident like cade cunningham is the next Kobe or next Tracy McGrady or the next uh I feel like Nicole it's a Jokic. lot easier to be the next Tracy McGrady over being the next Kobe. I know. I'm trying to say I don't want I want to say a level below LeBron. Uh so I was trying to get that kind of comparison. Um but the next let's, Wally let's just say, Zerbiak. No, no, no let's, let, we'll just say let next LeBron just uh so it's easier. Uh, I can go buy like copies of his rookie card, I think. And then you just keep that forever in some sort of a case that like no one can get into. And then like 30 years from now, people will be buying it like, oh, man, Cade Cunningham, Detroit legend, you know, and, and put it one of those time capsules under an elementary school. Yeah. And then I'll dig it up and I'll sell it to the estate of Kid Rock. Oh, because they're such big Detroit people. I yeah. think still maybe. I don't know. 
actually. Um, Wait, wasn't he? Wasn't Eminem from Detroit? Yeah, Eminem too. So they could split it. Their families can fight over it. Yeah, it's a good way to invest all those earnings from those brilliant musicians. But anyways, I <laughs> uh, wish we could have we could have done that. Uh, yeah, you got to invent a way to do it. He just produces. I mean, even now, probably still got good investment. We're still talking about soccer. Well, no, we're done <laughs> okay. now. But. I kind of got lost in that, in the weeds of that one, Andy. Are we moving over to NFL? Yeah, sure. Why not? Can you talk about that fight? Uh, we can. We've, we finally were allowed in Southern California. We finally got to go to a football game. And look what happened. And yeah, just madness. Madness happened. Uh, the, uh, the Joker, I guess, whatever you want to call that lady, throwing that soda. She was... Uh, you know, that's really, how the malice really, in the palace started. Yeah, it really did some damage there. So. Uh, but yeah, if you don't want to talk about it, there was a fight at uh, SoFi Stadium. Uh, something that was really alarming for me. And, and it just, it, it's it's understandable because both teams recently moved to LA. But Wasn't uh, it the, Ram, the Rams on, and Chargers. Fan on fan crime, though? Yeah. Okay. No, but the Rams and Chargers have the same color scheme. So you couldn't yeah, really tell. It was like, I'm not the biggest football guy and that's impossible. It's like, uh, one of them, I guess is a goat. And I don't even know that. It's like, I'm who, who's supposed a ram, to a ram who is a decided ram. like, Oh, that's the colors we're going with. No, so the chargers have had those powder blues for a while, but they've been Navy and gold. Uh, and the Rams have been a darker Navy and a darker gold. Uh, and then when they moved to LA, they're like, we're going to go with Royal blue and, and like a yellow, uh, but like the Chargers already kind of had those colors covered, and yeah, now they're both kind of pushing. Like the Chargers really love their powder blues because it's it's a great. I have that T-shirt. It's it's a great shirt. It's a great. great you never game. confuse the Lakers and the Clippers. Yeah, but it's you know no other. To my knowledge, no other uh, same city teams have colors this similar. You know, purple is a useless color got, until the Lakers came along. Like the White Sox are black and white, and the Cubs are blue and red. And yeah, Clippers are blue and red, and Lakers are purple and gold, of course. Uh, Dodgers are blue and white. Angels are red and white. It's like, it's just completely different. The Mets are blue and orange. The Yankees are, I bet if I called the Yankees, what is that? Like just super dark blue. Like they, they probably have a name for it, you know? Probably Yankee. <laughs> yeah. And they'd be offended if I got it wrong. So, uh, just, you know what the Yankees look like. You've seen it. Yeah. Uh, no, no explanation needed. Uh, but yeah, it's, it's kind of a mess. So then when you see this fight and it's like, okay, a guy in an Aaron Donald Jersey, was being hit in the f- by a guy wearing a Jared Goff shirt. So Jared Goff's not even on the team anymore, but you know, you, you bought the shirt, you're going to wear it still. And then also a Keenan Allen. And then a Keenan Allen jersey in the in the the powder blue and gold and it's like, "Wait, who? Oh, that's a Chargers jersey. Okay, cool." All right. And it's so like, "What what a mess that is." So, um, I didn't see it, but I did hear about it on a news podcast uh, this morning. Uh and then I also saw or they may have talked about it also. The food there is just ridiculous. Like it's terrible presentation and it's very expensive. Maybe yeah, that's why I mean, they were fighting. Yeah. There was some joke about the lady threw that soda and like that was $12 soda. That's, yeah. What a waste. Um, I don't know. I, the NFL going to a game experience is, is, I don't know if it's great. I don't, I don't have any plans to go this year. It's just super expensive and you already got it at home and it's a, it's a whole day. You know, the parking always sucks. I went to a football game when I was a kid with my dad, and it was literally the worst experience I've ever 
I felt like I was at like a biker bar the whole time. Like it sucked. The only thing that I was blown away by was you could buy a full size pizza there. That was just the coolest thing to me ever. Like all these like big fat drunk guys walking around with like extra large boxes of pizza. Uh, But every other instant there was terrible. And I think we left in like the right after halftime. I don't know. Early on, like my dad got into like an elbow match with the you know chubby guy next to him. What football game would you have gone to? It was in San Diego. So, oh, okay. okay. I'm talking years and years ago. I was in elementary school, probably. Yeah, and that's the Chargers Stadium down there was like the worst possible stadium. It it was so bad. Anyone who gets on the Chargers for moving, um, it's like, well, they were in the worst stadium, and I mean, it's I guess it's the team's fault that they had no money to build a new stadium, uh, so they just took this deal to move to LA because they don't they don't have to pay. They didn't build this stadium. They don't have to pay for it. So, well, who gets all the money for the from those sodas? Why is that well, usually, so expensive? Usually, you hire a company to do the food, and it's like, all right, they I don't know if they give you a cut of the revenues or something or 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 what, but it's like it's an entirely different company that runs all that stuff. I would love um, to see like a flash mob style thing where not a single fan who goes uh, and attends a game buys anything. And then they'd have to be like, well, guys, we got to lower the price, like $31 for a Mountain Dew. Come on, let's lower it to $27. I believe the Falcons, when they put made their stadium, they have fair prices over there. Yeah. And so I guess that's why Kanye moved in there. He's like, well, $4 (laughs) hot dogs. I'm never leaving. It's like Reggie Miller out of Wendy's. Yeah. Uh, Wait. It is funny how after last year, so the, the stadium opened last year, just, of course, no fans. Um, and they're like, every announcer just raved like, oh my God, this is such a beautiful place. But if the fan experience sucks, like, then it's, then it's kind of worthless. Who cares that they put in a lagoon who really needs a lagoon when I'm there to watch some football, but yeah, but it's a biodome, you know? Yeah. Is that it? Like Polly Shore lives there too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the, the pageantry is great so long as you're staying around it, which means you're, you probably have a suite, but if you're up there with, you know, the residents of Shawshank, it's probably not going to be the most fun. Yeah. And like, I wonder, like, was, is Flea going to go? Like, he's got to go, right? Oh, I don't doubt it. What other L.A. sports celebrities are there? Um, they probably have to pay him to go. But like his experience will be good, I'm sure. Yeah, because he's so going to be up sure. there, uh, you know, in the, you know, fun yeah. seats next to Elon Musk. Well, his so, ghost, he's not yeah, also anymore. the good thing about Flea is like if someone threw a soda on him, he wouldn't ruin his shirt because he wouldn't be wearing one. Yeah, so. thanks. <laughs> I haven't had a bath in a month. <laughs> uh, so hopefully that gets better. Uh, I'm they, sure it will. They'll up I mean, the they're hosting, they're hosting at least 16 games this season because they got two teams playing out of there. So And a Super Bowl. Yeah. Well, okay, so they're at least 17, and let's hope for more. Let's hope for both teams making the playoffs and playing some home playoff games as well. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, we'll, they'll, they'll, they'll face a test. Uh, I don't know. I haven't heard anything about parking or anything. If that's the Rams oh, parking. It's got to be $191. At, well, the Rams parking at USC was was horrible. Um, also, uh, I think they're, they're breaking ground on uh, you know the Balmer, Balmer place too. So Now that yeah. I think will be a what sight area? to see. I think you'll have holograms. And it'll just be, it'll be like where Don Cheadle lived in Space Jam. I'm picturing the entire place is built on a Surface tablet. Yeah. So it's an entire touchscreen in the stadium. Yep. So then uh, 
like traveling, they don't even have, there's no refs because they're like, oh, we sensed it on the surface tablet. Yeah, the algorithm knows all. Yeah. Algae rhythm. Sorry. Yeah. You know, we're sponsored by Warner Brothers, so you got to get it right. <laughs> yeah, of course. Everyone knows this yeah. by now. Uh, Warner Brothers presents Tony's Take. And uh, yeah. uh, you can listen to us on HBO Max now. Um, yeah. All right. Are we done with the NFL? I know I got one other uh, big okay, story. I was going to say, here. we kind of only really covered the fight. I don't know if you had anything. Yeah, else. No, no, we got a big story here. Uh, and that is that Tim Tebow has been released. So mm. it's all it's all over. Uh, I thought he was playing how... another sport. Oh, he's doing another position, is what he's doing, right? So he went to baseball and now he came back to be a tight end. Um, but I guess he was not uh, cut out for it. You know, it's hard to change positions when you're like 32 years old. It's really kind of difficult. And you played quarterback all your life and then you played, I guess, first base or something. Um, you can't just be like, well, I'm a tight end now. And it never really made sense because he's not that tall of a guy. So I don't know how he's going to be tight end. but I mean, we know what his, his next career move is going to be, right? I think he is going to take an assistant coaching job there. And then he will produce films for uh, some Christian company to do. Um, like they'll, they'll be like Christian HBO Max pretty soon. I think you're right about the second part, but I think he's going to go more the way of the righteous gemstones and open up his own mega church. Yeah. It's going to be in an old car, Max. I think he might be part of one. I don't know if he would be the lead guy. Well, it could be like the kinda, executive producer. Yeah, he'd, he'd legitimize it in a way, you know. But then like he'd, he'd be in the front row. Him. He'd be in the front row at every service. Of course. And then they say someone, he'd stand up and like give a, give a wave and then. Take I don't think he'd be doing the, the John Goodman style stuff, you know. But then, yeah, he'll be working with, um, oh, what's it? Michael Cameron? What's his name? James Cameron? No, not the director. The kid from the <laughs> okay. 90s movies that directs all the Christian Kirk movies. Cameron. Kirk Cameron. Kirk Cameron, yes. What did I say? <laughs> Michael Cameron. That was close. I don't think Kirk and James Cameron are related in any way. That's no, of course not. Well, distant relative, actually. Yeah. Yeah. But I could see, I could see that. Yeah, why haven't they? I guess the audience for Christian movies probably are against streaming services in general because they're probably like they live in like backwater Tennessee or something. They don't got that good internet yet. Maybe I don't know. Um, I don't know. But that maybe we should start that because why is that doesn't exist yet? Andy, you're just inventing all sorts of things on this podcast. Yeah, there's so many of those movies that get put out. Like, there's got to be a home for them. They're not going to go with those heathens at Netflix who uh, <laughs> remember when Netflix got in trouble for doing that like French, uh, like child pageant movie. Kind of total blasphemy. <laughs> well, I think like the world moved on, but it was, yeah, it was like two years ago. They, they were like, it wasn't even like a movie saying child pageants are great, but they were like, you can't do this. You're sexualizing kids. And it's like, yeah, it's just a, it's a movie criticizing the industry. And then like, like, well, Netflix must be made of those Hollywood pedophiles. And then, <laughs> I think they're done with Netflix now. Mm-hmm. Uh, but but you know, the Always Sunny episode not, uh, about the child pageants is still on, on Hulu. So That's a good one. Yeah, they removed the Lethal Weapon ones, uh, sadly. But Was that copyright or something? Uh, no, because of the blackface. Come on. Yeah, it's too bad. Because, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's a big hole there. It's just like... Only half of it ep- episode. is with that, right? Because they switch halfway through the movie. Yeah, so there's only uh, 10 minutes of it with Mac doing the blackface, but that's lame. Nope, it's gone forever. You'll yeah. never see it. 
Although you could probably go buy it, like find a DVD of it somewhere. Ah, they probably pulled them all. You have to go to the they black market. Stores. You got to go to eBay. <laughs> they went to every Best Buy in America and yep. took the season eight DVDs or whatever season it was. Yeah, yank them. Re-release them. Well, I mean, they did two episodes too. So Exactly. So it's going to be a, a sharp jump from uh, episode seven to episode nine. Yeah. So uh, that's the biggest news in sports. Yep. Uh, and uh, what are are we moving on to Tim, baseball Tim now? Tebow, Tim Tebow's NFL career likely over at this point, at least NFL playing career. Yeah. Um, but it was it was it was fun, I guess. Uh, congratulations! He probably got made a little bit of money there. I'm sure he did. Yeah. All right, ready to talk about baseball? Yeah, I want to I want to check in here with, with the baseball standings. Uh, if you haven't been looking at it uh, lately, uh, it's a, not that different. To the, the same teams that have been good all year have been good all year. It's kind of how it goes. I'd say the big the big change here, uh, the Mets have been pretty miserable since the All-Star break. They have a lot of injuries, a lot of problems with that. DeGrom's been out for a while. So they, they end up losing their lead in the National League East. They're, they're three and a half out. And then the Braves, who, who struggled to start the season, have been playing much better. So that's kind of how... Everyone expected it to go. The Braves were heavy favorites in that division, and uh, they clawed their way all the way back. Um, so I, that's, I'd say it's not a good sign for the rest of the National League teams. They probably would rather see the Mets win that division. But uh, right now the Mets are even behind the Phillies. So uh, it seems like uh, justice has been restored, I guess, or order has been restored with Atlanta being just having a better roster. Um, of course, though, uh, Acuna did get – Hurts uh, won't, won't be out. He'll be out the rest of the season, so that's a big blow. Still probably their best player, but, you know, they're talented everywhere else. So, Ouch. And then, uh, yeah, the Cubs completely fell apart this year. <laughs> they traded away, like, their entire team. They lost 12 in a row now. Uh, just a massive embarrassment for that franchise. What, what's happened since they won a World Series was kind of like, well, you know, it's been 100 years and we finally got one, so uh, it's going to be another 100, you guys. Just just prepare that uh, they that core of that team has just completely been gutted and i don't know i guess i guess the strategy now is just bottom out why even win one more game the rest of the season because it's 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 over and you know milwaukee's had a big bounce back year but it's not because of former mvp christian yelich it's their pitching staff just been ridiculous uh corbin burns and brandon woodruff have just been uh, maybe the two best pitchers in the National League if you're going to discard uh, DeGrom for being out so long. but uh, And then the Giants still have first place there in the West over the Dodgers. Both teams have been really good lately. They've both won eight out of their last ten, so the Dodgers just can't make up any ground. Still four games back, and I'd say at this point, uh, it's it's unlikely for them to take that division leads so they'll be stuck playing a, a one-off wild card game when they might be the best team in baseball history not just this year but in history with the roster they got you know assuming fully uh, healthy which has not been the case the entire season but they still even when they have like three all-stars out the dodgers are still probably the most talented team They're just such a, a loaded team right now uh, and then the padres have just really sucked lately too and they're now the Padres are now seven games back of the Dodgers, even so eleven games out of the division. That is long hopes for winning a division is long gone. Uh, well, they they've had horrible injury luck as well. Uh, they just got Tatis back, but 
their entire pitching staff has just been struggling with health and uh, they, they had similar things where they're just picking guys up off the street. So yeah, funny enough, the Dodgers picked up Cole Hamels a couple weeks back, uh, a player who's, I mean, won a world series with the Phillies a long, long time ago, uh, but didn't start, didn't play at all this year, but is waiting for someone to pick him up. Uh, they picked him up and then he got immediately hurt and is not going to play. So his Dodgers career is over before it began. Ouch. And it's just, that's, it seems more and more common baseball. You see baseball is like, it's not the most strenuous or, you know, exerting sport, but the injuries are just terrible. Like just everyone seems to get hurt in baseball when it just wasn't that way anymore uh, before. Like you'd Everyone's have, getting uh, hurt everywhere. Cal Ripken played in like 4,500 consecutive games or something. Just like now it's like, you just don't see that. Yeah. And then the American league, the same, the same teams have been leading their divisions the entire year. The, the hated Houston Astros are still really good. The White Sox are the only passable team in their awful, awful division. And then uh, Tampa and Boston kind of going back and forth. But right now, Tampa's four games up on Boston. And then and then the Yankees are still around. The Yankees are an enigma. They're talented, but just not consistent. And they're, they're like an above-average team, but right now they're not. They're not an elite contender, and they're going to struggle to even make the wild card game. So, uh, I think it could be pretty devastating if we never get that Yankees Dodgers World Series. But let's say none of neither of them even make the like normal playoffs. If the Dodgers got knocked out in the in the wild card round, the Yankees don't even make it. So, like both teams are not in the final eight. That's not what baseball wants. Mm-mm. You know, it's a, everyone is saying it's a struggling sport and everything. If, if 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 it ends up being like Milwaukee versus Tampa in, in the World Series, that's it. Uh, that's yeah, they'll just cancel baseball forever. Yep, um, it's too bad. Although I, I I would like to see if the Dodgers aren't going to win again, I'd like to see Tampa do it because it just they've been good for so long and they're so cheap and everything that like. It'd be cool if they just won one. Be like, all right. It'd be kind of like uh, Toronto, you know, that one. The Raptors winning. It's like, cool. You're like, one time, fine, but yeah. never again. Yeah. It's like, it's just nice to see it sometimes. Yeah. All right. Okay. Ready to talk about some NBA? Yeah. Uh, we've got the, the the few guys we talked about last week that still haven't signed. Uh, they're, they're, they're signed now. So Dennis Schroeder Screwed did himself. find... Did find a team though, but it's for basically no money. Going to the Celtics, one year deal. So that's a that's a prove it deal. You know, play well, maybe play a six man, uh, build up your value again, and uh, go get a deal. He's still super young, so uh, he has a chance to still try to get a four year deal somewhere. Um, but his uh, new teammate Marcus Smart isn't going anywhere, so that's a, a guy he'll be behind on the depth chart most likely. He signed an extension with the Celtics to stay. He's been in trade rumors forever, it seems like, because he's just a he's just a weird player. He's definitely not as good as their top two with Tatum and Brown. Those guys are just clearly better, but he's the kind of guy who definitely thinks they're a big three, not a big two. So he's like, I'm I'm an all-star type player too, right? And then he takes bad threes and everything. He's just a frustrating player. Like Kyle Kuzma of their team. <laughs> yeah. He definitely has value. He, he plays tough defense and hey, he's aggressive. The ball and yeah, he's he's an interesting player, but like it's also the yeah, like Westbrook mentality of like, well, I'm really good. 
I could make threes, trust me. Although he's way better at threes than Westbrook at this point. But uh, you just see him make plays where it's like he feels he's the best player on the team. And that's not that's not great, but uh, it wasn't a huge deal. So I think he's still a fan favorite, probably the right thing. Um, and then Josh Hart, who was one of the other top free agents, is likely going back to New Orleans. So because mm-hmm. there's no one, there's really no one left to pick anyone up. No one has any money. So that's just how it goes. Yeah. Uh, also, Joel Embiid got his extension, so he's going to make fifty million a year over the next four years. Uh, so hopefully, he doesn't get hurt. A guy who has troublesome knees and backs and everything. Uh, ton of money. He's he's been he's definitely been made the guy there with the whole Ben Simmons problems. It's like, well, he's the guy. We have to do everything. And nothing has happened with him, right? With Simmons? Yeah. No. So there's I don't think so. There there's some new rumors after I get to this next story here. Um that is that uh the Clippers made a big trade. Oh yeah. You, you saw this, but And he uh, uh didn't even unpack. Yeah. So Patrick Beverly was traded to the Grizzlies, and I'll get deeper into the detail of that trade, but he was already like, all right, I'll go to the Grizzlies. It's fine. You know, I play hard everywhere I go. Uh, and then now shipped to the T-Wolves. So He was still in the ho- or the uh, airport getting a Cinnabon. Yeah. Now, like, <laughs> don't, even, don't even call for an Uber. <laughs> yeah, so... Uh, the the T Wolves are trading Jarrett Culver, who was the sixth overall pick a couple years back, but just done nothing at all. He's a it seems worthless at this point. That that okay, that was a young player that completely failed. Uh, so Beverly's going to the T Wolves, and there were rumors. Well, he could be mo- on the move again. We don't know. Maybe he'll be part of some sort of Ben Simmons deal. Um, Interesting, but we don't we don't know yet. But. Yeah, there hasn't there hasn't seemed to be too many great offers for the Sixers, so they're 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 waiting. I think uh, just uh, I think just let it go. The Sixers were really good last year. They had won the most games. That was a bad ending to that, but maybe just say, "All right, Simmons is too good to you know do a shitty deal, so we'll just keep him and pretend it didn't happen." <clears throat> yeah, just train him hard and send the whole team you know to Disney World for you know team bonding or something. <clears throat> Yeah, I mean there was there's some footage of him like knocking down threes I saw a couple weeks ago. Yeah, but, <clears throat> but no one believes that. Like everyone exactly. believes that. Exactly. Like, that was Photoshop <laughs> or it's also pretty easy to, you know, uncontested threes all day long. Yeah, but like when you can you hit shoot free throws, which I, yeah, that was just all a mental thing. Like he can It's not like a, the worst shooting stroke you've ever seen. So I still believe in Ben Simmons. He's a lefty, though. He's like he's defying all odds. Lefties are supposed to be very just fluid and finesse and upsetting yeah. to me. Well, there are a lot of people that that think he shouldn't shoot left-handed because he's well, actually he's better right-handed. as a righty. Because he's like actually right-handed in his life. Well, that's like, very right. weird. Yeah, I kick <laughs> with my left leg, and everything else is right. Yeah, so I think he, I think he dribbles great with both hands or something. But like, if he's writing his name, he's right-handed. That's very weird. Yeah, who knows how any of that works. Um, well, but part of the, the Beverly trade here, it wasn't just Beverly. The, the Clippers traded Beverly along with Rondo, who was still had a, a year left, and then uh, Oturo, who was a second-round pick last year, but not really a good player at all. Uh, but in return, they're getting Eric Bledsoe, who used to be a good player. 
Uh, he had good seasons with Milwaukee, good seasons with Phoenix. Started his career at the Clippers way back when and, and was a fan favorite. Uh, but he had a bad playoff series with Milwaukee two years ago and then just a miserable miserable year this year with New Orleans. And his value couldn't be lower. Uh, but he's still in his early 30s, and he could still be one of the best defensive guards in the NBA. So that replaces Beverly in a way. I think he could be he could be a more valuable player than Patrick Beverly. And uh, to my knowledge, Bledsoe doesn't shove people in the back when he's upset. So, yeah, <laughs> it could be an upgrade, but it also could be like, oh, we're also going to trade Bledsoe for this thing. Uh, we don't really know at this point, but you know, yeah, I mean, it, I, they're working, they're trying to you know hit their stride with the team and. Hopefully this combination of guys is something that'll get them to the playoffs and into the finals and hoisting yeah, up that trophy. It's, it's not going to happen because we're not going to see Kawhi, but I, well, of we, course, but we could hope for a successful season, which is like they win a lot of games. And where's Serge Ibaka? Is he healthy? Uh, he had surgery, but he says he'll be ready. So for this season. Yeah. So he he opted back in, um, but uh, you could tell the NBA isn't uh, all that excited about the Clippers' chances this year because they just released uh, some bits of the schedule. Did you see this? I did not. So they they released uh, the Christmas Day games along with the uh, opening day games. So uh, starting with the the opener here, Zion uh, in L.A. No, it's not part of any of this. Uh, opener is Bucks Nets. Oh, um, makes sense. The Nets are the the hot team, the favorite this year. The Bucks are the defending champions, uh, and then Lakers Warriors, which is interesting because Warriors we don't even know. We don't really know yet. So Clay yeah, Thompson is, might not even play. Is he finally? He's due back this season, though, right? Yeah, but I don't think he's he's going to be ready by opening day, which is like October nineteenth, I think. Should be a load management day for him. Yeah, really, really, it's sooner than you think. Uh, and then I, I don't know what to expect from the Lakers. The Lakers are the favorite in the West. It doesn't really make all that much sense to me. Like they're all a year older from when we lost. Yeah, but I also want to think that they have all been in an ice bath and don't get out of it except for to practice, and then they go straight back to that bath all summer. Maybe we don't know though. We don't know what Dwight Howard's up to. <clears throat> Oh, you know, you know, Dwight Howard is in the ice bath. That guy is a mega freak now when it comes to his health. He talked about it the last time he was on this uh, successful Lakers team. He's like, oh, I used to just eat, you know, McGriddles every day. And now all I eat is kale and seaweed. And look at me. It's like, I'm an inch taller. Sounds wonderful. Uh, no, he's, he's, he's devoted. I, I think at least they're hoping that on opening day, at least the Lakers will be healthy. Anthony Davis and LeBron will play that game. Who knows the rest of the year? Um, they'll, yeah, they'll both come out and yeah. play. And I don't know. These last couple of years are going to be like LeBron's like farewell tour, like Elton John. So yeah. who knows what you're going to expect from him? So it means he'll do it again after he said it's over? Well, the he'll next play. few years <laughs> is what I said. He's he'll not, play like, a final year and then be like, yeah, actually. His, his kid more. has to get into the NBA before he goes anywhere. Yeah, we'll see. Uh, and then Christmas Day, we've got. Hawks Knicks to start, so rematch of the opening round. Um, Knicks, I guess, have to be there because they made the playoffs, and the entire NBA wants the Knicks to be good, even though it's not ever going to happen again. It was a sympathy invite. <laughs> yeah, 
And then the second game, Bucks Celtics again. Celtics like they're irrelevant, right? No one cares about the Celtics right now, but they're the, the Celtics. Yeah, but the TV loves to air them. Remember, I was saying it last year, and literally they were on that same night. Yeah, they are on TV. They're on playing. They're on right now. ESPN Classic. And then the uh, the next game there is the Suns and Warriors. So the Western Conference champs versus. The Golden State again, who remember didn't even make the playoffs last year. They didn't didn't even get that eight seed, and here they are getting a marquee Christmas Day game. Uh, that pisses me off. Like fuck those guys. Like yeah, they don't deserve it. Yeah, like are they really even that popular still? Like people, I think moved moved on. It's been two shitty years for them. Uh, Unless- I think I don't think people ha- have. I think a lot of people like to watch them run in their little circles and have their quick release. It is well, amazing to watch them, but. At the same time, I don't think they deserve to be playing that game. Yeah, and then the the, the primetime game is Lakers-Nets. So, again, the Nets are the premier team yeah. here. Uh, but at this point, James Harden will have gotten hurt again, maybe. Who knows? Yeah. Um, and who knows what the Lakers are going to look like at that point, Christmas Day. Um, but that's not, it's no surprise. But both the Lakers and the Nets both get premier games here. In the uh, the early season, and then the, the final game is Jazz Mavericks. So, number one seed from the West last year, and the number one European player in the league, I guess. Yeah, um, but who is noticeably absent here? Uh, the reigning MVP Nikola Jokic. No, no big opening day game and no Christmas Day game. Oh, uh, I don't, I Slap don't know if the, the NBA, yeah, Denver, the NBA huh? doesn't believe in Denver. Uh, if Murray's healthy, which. I mean, Murray won't be healthy till the second half of the season, but I think when he's back, Denver might be the best team in the West. Um, but right now, the NBA doesn't believe in them. Uh, right. And then also, my Clippers are not part of the Christmas Day slate here, which they have been pretty much every year for the last decade, but not this year. They don't believe in them. No Kawhi, no Christmas. That's how it works. That's annoying. Yeah. Um, and then... I think the Suns, they're they're playing Christmas Day, but they're not playing one of the marquee matchups, it looks like. It's not like should have been like Suns Jazz or something. Even Suns Clippers would have been fun because those teams seem to not like each other after yeah. last year. Um it's like there's a little disrespect there. Like the Suns were the Western Conference champion last year. I know it was a weird year, but uh, maybe Ugh, I hate the more. Suns. I'll forever hate the Suns. Well, maybe they still should be a uh a bigger team as far as TV placement goes, but uh, again, uh, we'll like, see when the, like when the, the f- warriors don't have to earn it. These guys have to earn it twice as much. Yeah. Uh, we'll see when the uh, real, the whole schedule comes out, how many national TV games they get. Uh, but I, yeah, I think that Suns Clippers rivalry could be fun, but now that Beverly's gone, maybe actually there won't be as much bad blood. I don't know. Beverly just carries bad blood with him everywhere though. He's got a lot of bags. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think Beverly should have to play for every team for like 10 games. And then everyone will love him because you love him when he's being a dick. When he's yeah, on when he's your on team. your team, that's great. But when so you're playing him, against him, it's like, stop. <laughs> just put him on every team and just rotate through. And then he'll be the most beloved player in the NBA. Yeah. He's at least getting paid. I don't understand the guys that play, you know, pickup games at the gym that are like him. It's like, dude, you think we have free health care? You hit me in the nose and I have to go to the doctor. Like, I'm going to your goddamn contracting company and telling them, hey, like, dock this guy a day's pay. Yeah, you're going to go to, like, his Geico coverage? Like, come yeah. 
Or not Geico, it's Aflac. Yep. One of those team All of them. <laughs> the lemonade uh, one. Holy <laughs> oh, crap. Taking away a Zune. All right. Uh, anything else to add to this one? No, no. We covered it. All right. Well, hopefully Kawhi Leonard is back soon. But, okay. You've been listening to episode 233 of the Tony Steak Podcast. I'm Sean, and joined with me, we had Off-Road Andy. Thank you. We'll see you later.